I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is The Big Payoff with Rachel Bellow and Suzanne Mushin, business partners and best friends. They take on Chicago's big business stories, and they'll take on you, too. Welcome to The Big Payoff. This segment is called Off the Air because it really is a different kind of radio for Rachel and me. This isn't a full show. You won't hear a guest. You're just going to hear Rachel and I talking as we do every morning when we start the day probably every day as we end the day and about 40 other times in between. So no guess, no planned topic. We're just going to talk. So take a listen. So Rachel, I'm completely obsessed with this idea we've been talking about every morning, I think every morning for the last two weeks about me finding a work uniform. Oh. You know, I, I, it's interesting that you want that kind of um, predictability. Well, I, wh- why? Why? Because I don't feel obsessed about that idea the way you do. Why, why do you obs- feel like you I, need it? I feel completely obsessed with it and very committed to figuring it out. The reason that I need it is because, A, yeah, there's a time suck in the morning where I have to think about who am I meeting with today? What is the environment or the culture of that office? How do I fit into that culture? When in fact, why am I thinking about the external environment instead of just working from the inside out and saying, what do I want to put on today? And why can't I just every single day show up as myself? Right. So I I never um, put my stuff out the night before because it so depends on my feelings and my mood that day, not just that day. But if I'm heading out at 10 a.m. versus 7 a.m., I'm definitely going to be wearing something very different by that time because I feel different. I'm very, very connected in what I wear to how I feel. I, I don't... I think that's a woman thing. I just can't believe that men have that kind of connection. Well, I think some men do, but it also feels like a source of power. Where what the art, There was an article that came out that was the triggering point for this whole journey that I've been on, which was talking about how Mark Zuckerberg is able to somehow show up to work every day in jeans and a gray T-shirt. And it's a source of power for him. The, the struggle that I'm having, it's not that I'm going after power. I'm asking myself a very basic question, which is, how do I align my internal feelings about the person that I believe I am everywhere I go, regardless of the day, regardless of the client, regardless of whether I'm taping the radio show or not? How do I align that person with 
the market image of what I think people expect from us. And I don't want to go Isn't through that, that mental it, it gymnastics every day. But it's so funny because it's sort of what we do with brands all day. And it really is about balancing that very clear and firm grip you have on, you know, the question of who I actually am authentically, despite what I believe, you know, like your teens and 20s are for trying on wildly different personas with your clothing. I watch that with my daughters. It's just like, uh, okay. Oh, sure. But by the time you're in your 30s, you better have landed on like whatever it is I had, you know, fantasized I was. This is actually me landing in myself. And then around that core brand essence, you turn toward the market of that day and uh, uh, your mood in that moment. So there are sort of variables and then constants. And I think that struggle isn't just, I, I actually think it's really big and bigger for women than it is for men. I mean, look at the Hillary Clinton conversation about what oh, she yeah. wears. I mean, the, that the poor lady. Oh, God. I mean, the best line that came out of the correspondence dinner was when Cecily um, Strong said, made the audience of journalists repeat after her, and she made them say, I will not report on what Hillary Clinton is wearing because that is not journalism. It is, yeah, it is so offensive, but it's also, look, she knows that this is what she's up against. And I do, I don't really want to make this a gender conversation, though, Rachel. I feel like you're making me feel like this is somehow a very feminine female pursuit. And in fact, I feel like I'm trying to go more male here. But it's much, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't de-genderize something that is gender specific for one very simple reason. We have so many more options, not just in our clothing, Suzanne, but in the way we make our face look. I mean, imagine men can't do very much. They can cut their hair. They can grow their beards. They have you know, a choice of what color shirt, what color suit, what it's not, they just simply don't have the options that was that are available to us. That was your best line on the Facebook post that I, when I posted the picture of Kate Middleton and, um, and Prince William, when they were walking out of the hospital and clearly every woman in America knew that she had had her hair done, her makeup done. She had been beautified to the point that no woman in the world who gave birth that morning would look that way. So (laughs) she comes out next to her husband, who has clearly had no hair and makeup, and she looks amazing and he looks like a ghost. And your comment was, dude needs some makeup. Like, who among us no, doesn't? I mean, remember, who among us remember doesn't? when Martha Stewart came out of prison and everybody was riveted at by that scene? Like, you know, here she comes. She's going to look like crap. Okay? Yeah. Her roots are going to be a mile long. She, is, she just hasn't had her brows done. They're going to be like ape brows. And she comes out looking precisely the way she looked coming in, which tells you that there was an antechamber yes. where she went before she met the press. And she was wearing that shawl. There was some knit shawl that I guess somebody in her yeah. in her like, yeah, and it's it, but prison you know, it, we can make fun of it. But the fact is, her public image and Kate Middleton's public image and Hillary Clinton's public image is so critical to their success 
and their persona, whether it's fair or not. So maybe this is what it, I'm, I'm rejecting. Maybe this is the heart of why I'm feeling so defensive about this. I'm actually trying to scale that back. I'm trying to not be that person who walks in the room and the attention goes to what I'm wearing or how I look. And in fact, Rachel, you and I had this experience many times, especially when we're together, because both of us have nice clothes and we dress fashionably. Do you remember where we'd walk into a meeting and the other women would say things to us like, oh, we were just wondering what Suzanne and Rachel were going to be wearing. Do you remember Elise? Yeah, actually, other people said that um, to us. I had this experience with a client last week where I walked in. I'm not going to name the client, but you can figure it out. It was in Chicago. And I walked in alone. And I said to the woman, just casually, the way women do sort of like a a mammal signal of safety to one another. I go, oh, I really like that blouse. And she goes, really? Because I'm always going, oh, Rachel's going to be here today. Wonder what she's going to wear. What should I wear? Yes. I'm so. You really like yes. this blouse? And I just thought, uh, I don't want. I that. don't want that. And that's for me. Really, I think this whole work uniform for me is an ironic attempt to be more myself. And so, less... are you going to start wearing no makeup? No. I am not. I mean, Thank look, God, I, look, there's a certain <laughs> amount of public presence and, and looking like you have your act together that I do think is needed in the working world. I don't think that's going away. It's not going away for me. I'll just say that much. But you know it, what I just figured out recently, by the way, what the reason that we're so terrified of being seen with no you know what women look like with no makeup when I was really thinking about this yesterday it's not that they look uglier it's that they look so radically vulnerable and and it's terrifying yeah I'm look you and I have had women who we've worked with in the past who uh, go barefaced and it's shocking. It, and it shouldn't be. There's they a go great, commando face. They go commando face. There's a great line on Modern Family where Claire and Phil are about to go out to dinner. And Claire has spent the last like couple days cleaning out the garage. And so she's had no makeup and her hair's been a mess. And she comes to the door and they're headed out to dinner. And she's clearly gotten all dolled up and put makeup, put makeup on. And Phil looks at Claire and says, there's the real you. <laughs> No, that is so exactly right. It's like, so men are always famous for going, I just love you so much better with now, no makeup. Just, yeah, you know, right. don't, don't wear makeup. It's like, really? Oh, dude, wait. Because wait. I'm going to take the makeup off. There was an, in this month's bizarre in our favorite segment that we've talked about before called 24 Hours, where the woman walks you through her day. There's a makeup yeah. artist in it this month who says the following thing, which we should sign off on now because I've got to go. But I want to just tell you because you have to read it. She says this shocking fact that they then do in a pullout quote. Her husband has never seen her without makeup. She wears that it at night. She she very, takes her makeup sad. off. She takes her makeup off. And then she puts on before bedtime mascara and eyeliner. Swear to God. Read it. Read it. Wow. He's so. going to have one shock when she's dead, <laughs> except that they'll <laughs> so make mean. her up. I just have to, like, wow. that is so, you just have to, women who are listening to this show should just reflect on that for one moment. Their Her husband has never seen her without makeup. That's wild. 
with that, we'll sign off and we'll be back to the big payoff next week with Rachel and Susan. We spoke too soon with this whole no makeup tune. Kind of changed our mind on the makeup thing. You'll be the hottest girl in the nation with just a touch of foundation. Girl, I can't be seen with the ghost from the rain. I didn't know that your lashes were so stubby and pale. Just a little mascara. You're the female. Please listen, girl, what we're trying to say. Just get up an hour earlier and you can make yourself much girlier. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.